The Defense Logistics Agency supplies practically everything military units all over the world need short of ordnance. Everything from uniforms to jet engine parts. Occasionally, things don't go as planned with DLA suppliers and therefore potentially with customers. And that's where Ombudsman Tim Stark comes in, and he joins me now. Mr. Stark, good to have you on. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. And you are the Ombudsman for a DLA that is how extensive? Give us a sense of the scope of what you're dealing with. Tom, we we do around $44 billion in business uh, each year. Uh, we have around 26,000 employees and around 12,000 suppliers that we work with. And as the ombudsman, your main focus is supplier relations, correct? Yes, sir. We uh, focus on industry engagement. So we, we kind of develop the uh, strategic outreach plan for the DLA director, Lieutenant General Williams. And uh, we work on a strategic outreach to the suppliers and try and improve the communication and the messaging. And what overall is the proposition that you give to suppliers to convince them it's a good idea to do business with DLA and hence the military armed services? Well, the the uh, as you said, the the nature of our business is that we uh, support all the different services, and we have a, a, a very broad customer base for what we are uh, providing to the services and also to the other people within the federal government. 20% of our sales go to uh, outside of the Department of Defense. To help get supplier relations where they should be, you recently had an industry day, and that seemed to have worked out because you're planning another one. Tell us about that. Yeah, Tom, we had uh, the industry day back on September 19th uh, here at DLA headquarters, and we had over 200 attendees from representatives from uh, around 100 companies. Uh, The focus there was on uh, communicating and improved forecast of our demands for the coming uh, couple of years. So what we were trying to do is position our suppliers to better be able to support our warfighters in the future. And what was the reaction? What kind of feedback did you get? Tom, we had really positive feedback from the industry day. They, they I think, really appreciated the uh, communication and the, uh, the engagement. Uh, all the DLA senior leaders were there, and uh, we had many uh, senior folks from industry attending. We had breakout sessions after uh, the plenary session uh, went really well. Uh, people were making contacts across DLA. So folks who perhaps were supporting our aviation area found areas in disposition services or our distribution area that, where they could also uh, uh, help support the warfighter. So it, it was a, a really good event. And to follow up, you've initiated a supplier survey too, correct? We uh, actually issued this survey right about the same time as we had the industry day. It was uh, sometime in uh, early September. And the survey went out to 7,800 of our current suppliers. And the, and the, the idea behind the survey was to, to get a better sense of how industry saw DLA. So we we realized shortly after we stood up our ombudsman's office that wasn't something we had a a real good handle on it's kind of a hole in our understanding so we designed the survey to to focus on kind of four different things the the DLA supplier relationship uh DLA communication 
uh, DLA effectiveness and our supplier growth potential. So, so some of the things we were focusing on was how quickly was DLA responding to customer concerns or supplier concerns? How did our suppliers view our bidding process? Was it responsive to them? How did they see future business with DLA? Was it something they wanted to continue to do or were there too many challenges with it? Uh, How effective were we in uh, actually getting contracts on the street and uh, getting invoices paid? So those are the type of things that we want to to, uh, understand. The survey is actually still uh, active. Uh, It's going until the end of November. Uh, Again, those 7,800 folks were sent specific links so that they could respond, and those are people who did around $25,000 in business for us over the last couple of years. And uh, we're hoping to get the results back from that, tabulate them over the holidays, and uh, be briefing the DLA director early in the uh, coming year and, and then get the results published shortly thereafter. We're speaking with Tim Stark. He's the ombudsman at the Defense Logistics Agency. And just out of curiosity, a lot of retail and distribution organizations have focused on reducing inventory in the past, actually, number of years, 20, 30 years. When it comes to items that DLA supplies, do suppliers drop ship directly to the consuming units, or does everything go to a warehouse and then get shipped back out? Tom, that's a great question. So so we actually do both. So we have a, a kind of a traditional model where we have those big warehouses where or a, a vendor would be shipping things directly to those warehouses uh, that we have, a lot of them in the United States, some some overseas. And then we also have what we call a direct vendor delivery, where they would be shipping them directly to the unit. Uh, I would say we're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30% of our deliveries are those kind of direct vendor delivery types. With respect to uniforms, I noticed a picture on the website showing an officer being measured for a uniform. How does that work? So the what we provide to the uh, services are uh, the, the different sizes of the uniform. So what we get involved with is uh, making sure that the different uh, distribution facilities will have uh, the proper um, suite, I'll call it, of uniforms. So as far as the different um, measuring and that sort of thing, our involvement in that is making sure that we have the, the right sizes on the shelves for them. Because those are actually consumables, I would imagine, that need to be replaced from time to time. Oh, absolutely. So we, we provide, um, as you said earlier, uh, almost all the consumables that are used by the military services and and the uniforms are are another one of those. So yeah, absolutely. There is uh, there's a constant demand for uniforms, and uh, you know we 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 have a lot of small businesses, a lot of Ability One folks who uh, provide a lot of those uniforms for us. And with respect to some of the high technology items, do you how do you make sure that those are where they need to be. I imagine aircraft parts and so on. There's so many models, so many makes, so many versions and series that that must become a logistics challenge. It certainly is, Tom. And that's that's something that we work with our service partners on. So 
we, we have engineering support activities that actually work for the military services who who spend uh, a lot of time uh, researching and ensuring that the, the proper specifications are assigned to each national stock number that, that they then order from us. And then we provide those uh, parts uh, to them through uh, through our vendors. And a question on the acquisition and procurement aspect of this. Many of the suppliers also have, say, GSA schedule contracts, or they might be on different IDIQs for other branches of government. Does the DLA use those contracts ever, or do you pretty much contract directly with all of your suppliers? Tom, we, we, we do use those. We, we use what whatever is the best vehicle that's available to us. So often, oftentimes for the parts that we're providing or the things that we're providing, it would be a DLA contract. Uh, we, we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 actions that we're doing a day. So, so we have a lot of contract vehicles in place, but we do use a GSA vehicle if if it's appropriate for what we're buying and if it, it makes the most sense. All right, and uh, what else should we know about uh, supply relations with DLA? A couple of things that I'd, I would just like to emphasize is is that we are uh, working really closely with the industry associations that we deal with uh, for industry, uh, such as NDIA, AIA, AFCA, and and those folks, and. We're, we're working towards some mutually beneficial projects, such as uh, working on additive manufacturing, uh, artificial intelligence, and cybersecurity. The other thing I would certainly like to point out is folks who are interested in doing business with DLA should be uh, reaching out to their local procurement technical assistance centers, and they, they can find those at dla.mil and look for how to do business with DLA, or there's there's a full suite of information on there for folks uh, that tell them exactly how they can be more involved with uh, the work we do. Tim Stark is the ombudsman for the Defense Logistics Agency. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at iTunes or Podcast One.